Alright, hello, welcome back. It is January 14th, 2020. We are closing up our coverage from NRF. And how you feeling? I'm good, but that announcer voice that you just used that came out of nowhere might be the worst thing I've ever heard. Really? I didn't even know I was Sorry doing that. Sorry to the listeners. I didn't know it. So I did a that Don like, Pardo on you out of nowhere? So Price is Right. It was out of my Tell mind. us what we've yeah. wanted. <laughs> it's been a long few days in New York. It has. It's Tuesday afternoon. Yes. We've been here since Saturday. Still oh, got yes. a long day in front of us. We've got a few uh, exciting meetings uh, coming coming our way, and then hopefully getting out and doing some shopping tonight. Yes. Uh, might even link up with Mr. Carter for those that follow us yes. pretty regularly. That'll be good. Uh, but it's been a full slate of great content. So we uh, you know, started off the started off the show interviewing uh, Badger Technologies and Woolworths up on stage. Uh, we interviewed uh, Mark Bion for our podcast covering their Who Won the Week Yep. Uh, interesting market share insights in e-commerce across Walmart, uh, Amazon, Target. Uh, and then the last couple of days, finished out with some good content. Uh, and you just did a podcast with uh, someone. With Heidi Eisner, yeah, a customer experience um, lead at Gap, uh, Inc., Gap Inc., not just the Gap. Um, for, for those of us that are, might need the reminder that it's not just one company, but, uh, yeah, actually a large portfolio of brands. But that was really cool talking to her just about, how Gap's thinking about you know what the what customer experience is currently. Mm-hmm. That she's very aware you know that this is going to be a this is a turnaround time for the brands, um, and what that means then for what the store experience is like, what kind of technologies they take a look at, um, and really her personal career as well. She drove around the country just for fun, and just started interviewing people. Yeah, right. That's like how she spent a good part of a good, was yeah. how long was it a year? She yeah. did that for. She just yeah. drove around. All she walks of life, like, right? professional women surfers like it was crazy so you'll want to definitely catch that yeah um, we'll have that out for you i'm looking forward <laughs> later to listening tonight, to that I'm one sure. yeah as soon as possible yeah and then uh what else did we had we had exciting one this morning we had uh on uh, on yeah, from got, walmart yeah, i think i said was, that right uh, that was amazing the uh, vp of monetization and the chief of staff to the cto really great interview i always learn a lot every time uh we sit down with her and then yesterday we, we did uh, Canada Goose. Canada Goose, that's right. Our buddy Justin, Justin hooked uh, we us talked. up with a great interview and a, a teaser of what the Toronto Arctic store is gonna look like. And yeah, they have what? smells. They're piping smells in juniper. Juniper, yeah, like all these. Great we need to get some juniper piped into our to uh, third house. Studio. Yeah, or yeah. my my car, the the all track, <laughs> the Volkswagen all track. Maybe the juniper just smell needs to just follow you around wherever you go. Right. That would be lovely. Uh, most people would probably be happy with that if mm-hmm. that was going. Yeah, you know, and then, uh, and then listener. listener, we had listener, our sponsor. So our yes. big thanks to them. Hosted us in their booth. Uh, had a number of our guests interviewed there, um, and just a big, big uh, supporters of ours for, the, ours for the show. So you know, give them a shout out too. You know, if you haven't heard of them, listener, listener powers transactions and better checkout experiences across the customer journey with the most advanced ultrasonic technology. Visit lisnr.com for more information. Listener. Person, present, and proven. And also, if you're still at the show, check them out in booth 1206. So, Ann, we always do the Fast Five. I was thinking maybe let's let's break down maybe our top five Fast Five highlights from the show, recap of the show for our loyal fans. I'll turn the tables here. I'll interview you. 
oh, and see where this okay. goes. What do you think? Or you want to interview me? You could pull a Kara Swisher in the middle of it for those of you that weren't oh here. Oh my God, she's so amazing. Who was basically getting interviewed and, be like, and was like, I'm just going to take over this interview because oh. you guys aren't good at it. Yeah, that was one of the highlights of this entire conference was Kara Swisher interviewing Paul Ryan and Matthew Shea, the head of NRF, uh, just talking about everything that had to do with retail. Man, Kara Swisher, Woman Crush Wednesday. Is it a woman crush? Is that what the official title is? I think so, man. I don't hear that as much as man crush. She's just like, doesn't, she takes no shit and I love it. And I wish there was more, especially reporters who would do that. Like these conferences become so candy coated where you hear the same things from people. They can only say certain things that PR, you know, lets them say, which I get and we understand. We worked at a big company too, but Man, she is one to watch. I always tell people if they ask us, like, what, what should I, what should I go to? What session should I go to? And she's always one that I'm like, if she's interviewing somebody, you go to that interview because you know you're gonna get something out of it. Yeah, something unexpected. I think you're right. And maybe we just do that. Let's get that out of the way first. I know everyone loves that from us whenever we go on our rant. So, uh, you know, that was it for me. I mean, I think if I was to, you know, say, and this show's evolved a lot, and I give them a lot of credit. I think for me though, still the presentations, especially the main stage presentations. Still, just lack something. They just seem a little contrived. They seem slightly rehearsed. Uh, you know, my least favorite one to point out was Coles. Like, I felt like we were glamorizing the Coles CEO, Michelle Gass, without any real substance behind it, and I didn't really understand it. Like, she's the quote-unquote visionary singled out by NRF and retail dive. Yeah, and yeah. retail dive as we've talked about before. And I don't, I just don't get it. Um, but I think if you went in the back halls and you sat down and you listened to some of the presentations, like I really enjoyed getting the chance to interview Woolworths about Badger because you got yes. to get real about what works, what doesn't, what types of things you have to think about in the technology, in the implementation. So I think there's spots, but it's sure as hell hard to find them because there's just so much going on here and there's just so many people here. Yeah, I think that to kind of move away from ranting and talking about yeah. some of the trends. Always a good call. The trends that yeah, we're seeing What was here your biggest trend you saw? Is, you know, I think the Woolworths example was a great one. Just to recap for uh, those of you who weren't in that, um, you were talking about like the implications of a grape on a, on a grocer's floor and all of the legal ramifications of that. And then talking about the application of this particular robot being able to identify that that grapes on the floor and, and to kind of put some real world applications to all this technology that's usually so, you know, buzzwordy like AI and VR and robotics and computer vision, all these things, but to really start to break it down to how they're benefiting the people in these retail roles. I think people were, uh, a huge theme from John Ferner talking about, you know, what he's planning to do with Walmart and the people and team he's building to support him there. You know, all the way to these smaller stages where we're talking about the impact that one grape on the floor of a Woolworths grocery store has um, to that whole team to kind of, you know, SWAT coverage, you know, removing that grape and those like day-to-day tasks. And so that was a huge theme that I, I pulled. So saying, so playing that back, like the, 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 yeah, it didn't feel like this was much new. Like the, a lot of the technology is now congealing around certain aspects of things yeah. and like trying to get real about what the buzzwords mean and where it's applicable. So like, yeah. you know, and really somebody said to us this morning, I think it was the CEO of Elo said like, yes, the answer is always depends. Yes. What is your business? What are you trying to do? And, and what needs to be solved? And like you can try to go fancy free with computer vision and try to do everything humanly possible. But at the end of the day, your needs are going to be different. And let's start with the real simple use cases that work. And your point about actually the word work, I agree with you. That was probably my biggest takeaway. Mm-hmm. I thought there was a lot more conversation now about 
all the technology and w how is the nature of work changing yes. and how do we need to get in front of that even if we don't know all the solves that are out there yeah um, absolutely what was uh what was something else that stood out for you well you know i'm kind of trying to solve this influencer mystery um i think one the of influencer the influencer mystery influencer mystery um it's kind of like what was the <laughs> what's the coles like they have some sort of initiative now yesterday and oh the greatness initiative the greatness initiative yeah, that was the, also the funny influencer initiative yeah uh so for me i think that was another theme that we're seeing start to i guess be legitimized now we listen to um brands like nars and who what where and somersault swim like on stage talking about budget allocation for gifting for influencers and and spend on these and selecting influencers and who their like influencers are just really the business of influencer um shopping and and influencers becoming the authority on and their or the point of view for brands and so that was something that um that i think it's it's like for me when when social media used to be a thing like people it's not social media anymore it's mm -hmm. just media yeah. and i think this used to be this trend of social shopping and what we're seeing here is that it's that's just shopping now it's not social shopping it's just this is the way that we are shopping now it's not about um a particular influencer or anything it's like this is part of your campaign and you've been saying that a lot like there's just influencers and influencer retail quote unquote is just here to stay mm -hmm. and that panel really yeah it really brought that home for you it's interesting for me like i thought you know going off that point a little germane to it to that conversation is it's what is that next stage of evolution for the DTC brands, right? Yep. Like influencers are a huge part of that. We heard Ron Johnson talk about this a little bit too, where he sees like the next decade yes. being about coming to grips with what that is. We had the nineties with the rise of e-commerce and Amazon, maybe in the early part of two thousands. And then now we're seeing this huge flood of DTC brands. But the question is what's that next evolution, totally. right? Yeah. Cause you know, and a lot of them are just spending just gobs and gobs of marketing on influencers or other things. And the question becomes, well, what do you do when that all runs dry or there's, you know, no more juice to squeeze from that lemon? Or the next thing comes up. Like yeah. it's not about influencers anymore. And now it's, now you actually have to put your product in front of the, the greatest number of people to continue to build your business. And what does that look like? You know, is that distribution through the Walmarts and Targets of, or Amazon right. stores, future Amazon stores of the world? Because you've got to get your product to the people yeah. in Nebraska, yeah. you know? Yeah, it's really, I think as we've talked more and, and watched all this, like I, I, I'm getting more hesitant to say that the just the overall natural state of things is going to change all that much. It seems back to, if you, I mean, if you're old enough to remember, which I am, is like, it's kind of like e-commerce. Like we thought things would get disrupted pretty significantly, but at the end of the day, they just, they're marginally a little bit different than they were before. Yeah, and it's hard to see how all the distribution channels and all the big retailers just suddenly go away, but they're kind of probably be morphed and they'll be different. But, uh, you know, what that ultimately looks like may not be as, like, as far-reachingly different as what we've perceived it in the past. And there's going to be a lot of these brands that probably don't figure out the answer to that question in the way that we're thinking they're all going to answer that question now, which is, hey, we're going to be our own brand. We're going to stand up our own stores. We're going to get national distribution that way. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. That might be pretty far-fetched to think of that way. Well, another trend that comes off of the heels of talking about national distribution is sustainability. Yeah, I that's mean, been everywhere. Holy oh my Hannah, God. is that the yeah. new AI? Yeah. I mean, it's every conversation. Holy Hannah or holy hemp? Holy hemp. I don't know. That's, that's the only sustainable thing I could come up with. Oh God. <laughs> Ooh, uh, <laughs> let's get back on track here. Um, 
So for those of you that can't see us, Anne is like beside herself. Like, uh, I've been here three or four days. I've traveled with you. Yeah. Get me the heck out of this closed in glass box or enclosed glass box. Yes. But she's hanging in there. Yes. No, I, I think sustainability from, you know, the woman from Somersault Swim on, on stage talking about how she felt guilty holding a plastic water bottle to, you know, even the the biggest largest retailers talking about how they're shifting their decisions and packaging and shipping and even getting into the return space which is a big really big deal um that's something that everybody's doing but i I think on the side too there's all these people i was having a conversation last night with um with katie james from story root who works with a lot of she does pr for a lot of these sustainable d2c brands especially you know how truly difficult it is to do that and to be sustainable um i could also go on a rant about all these millennials and and wanting their next day shipping and then wanting it to be made out of recycled plastic water bottles but it took 15 fedex trucks in a flight (laughs) to get it to them in a day um and hungry (laughs) (laughs) but uh but yeah i mean definitely a trend that i think is we're going to see for the next couple of years being a a topic of priority yeah i mean sustainability almost feels like the new name drop at this Mm -hmm. conference like oh if i'm not mentioning it in some way shape or form i'm not in the know and i'm not hip yeah Uh, but i mean it does tell you that's where trends go and that's where you got to follow them and so you know i think it'll become you know regardless of how you know jaded or anything anyone is about it anything around the topic it's it's coming and Mm -hmm. people are going to try to figure it out and that's cool because there's always innovation around that type of thing. You know, the other thing for me that was interesting, Ann, was um, robots were freaking everywhere. I felt oh like God. every booth had a robot. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a lot of computer vision, a lot more in the checkout free space. So, so I, I think you're still seeing the validation of computer vision and then people trying to find the right applications for it, whether it's checkout free, whether it's shelf monitoring via mm-hmm. robot, um, you know, whether it's scanning. I mean, we saw a lot of computer vision applications with scanning today. Um, as well. Uh, the other thing I'd probably point out in closing is like, it feels like there's a lot of activity around point of sale. Like mm-hmm. I think people are finally getting what we've been saying for a long time. Your point of sale systems have to change. Like mm-hmm. they're going to have to uh, adapt to just the needs of this, you know, always on consumer and yeah. to give you the flexibility um, in terms of how you design your stores to do that. So, yeah. um, you know, that was, that was another kind of salient thing for me, especially this morning as we were talking to different people on the floor. What else? What else is uh? What other big takeaways for our loyal OmniTalk listeners? Oh, I mean, yeah. I think I think the computer vision thing is a big thing to hit on. Um, especially one thing that is also interesting is sizing, like how that's how you're using, whether it's computer vision or um, different technologies for companies to really execute on custom sizing Mm -hmm. we saw a company that is putting out a a custom sized sweater this morning Mm -hmm. we um, heard of a company last night that's 3d printing high-heeled shoes to Mm -hmm. custom size like all of these all these kind of notions that we i think spoke of a while ago or the levi's we talked to a story a while ago about the ceo of levi's saying that sizing is going to completely go away in the next 10 years like that sounds a little you know outlandish maybe to some but i think what we're seeing here is that there there is already the capabilities to do that pretty easily easily pretty affordably and how much more sustainable 
I'm going to use the buzzword, mm, how right. much more sustainable that is than, you know, traditional fast fashion where you're just mm-hmm. putting out 5,000 T-shirts mm-hmm. instead of just making them to order. Yeah, because you know it fits. Yeah. You know, and John, John, who's running tech for us in the NRF booth today, we were talking before the show, like, you know, there's a lot of guys who just don't even have the exposure to what a good product fit feels like. Or oh, good, is that hard for you? A good quality material fits like. I'm sorry. Oh, 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 hey I now. I mean, uh, so I think it's why there's a lot of a lot of people experience those problems. You are not alone. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But like shopping in that way or changing the way all of us, yes. men and women, yes. think about it. I'm just bringing my male perspective. Sure. Thanks for always keeping it real and bringing me down a notch. No, I'm, I mean, I'm <laughs> saying it to be like, that's why companies like Third Love are having so much success because yes. it's not uniform. Like people's right. bodies are, do not conform all to of us A, are B, different. C, and D, right? And for those of you, John is sitting in the booth laughing his head <laughs> off because he's like, oh my God. What have I gotten myself into? But but no, it's true. It's real. It's uh, it's uh, it's uh, it, it it seems like it's coming faster. And you, to your credit, like whatever that was three or four weeks ago, when you fought hard to get that Levi's story oh, in our weekly fast. I'll five, always fight for the crazy stories. Yeah. You know that. But wow, were you dead on? Because y- you can feel it. Like there's the whole why wouldn't we do it that way yeah. thing, which I think is always well, especially when, always important when technology is there to make that happen easily. Yep. It's not going to happen if it costs so much more, but when you can do custom sizing for the masses or like the custom foundation we talked about last week, yeah. like when you can start to make these more things more and more personalized, um, yeah, it's, it's going to have an impact on mass retail. Yeah, and absolutely. And it'll start and it'll start with the higher, higher willingness to pay as things always do. We'll see it probably pop there first. So the people who can't afford it will try it yeah uh you know and then over time it'll sprinkle down but uh yeah so those you know those were i think you know i think some of the big things so like we said just to recap like sustainability just how important influences are uh uh the changing nature of work robots computer vision sizing point of sale those were all kind of the big big topics for us over the last few days we're excited to hit the streets yeah we're gonna hit the streets we're gonna go shopping Mm -hmm. Try to hit uh, some cool stores, and you've got a good itinerary plan for us. Hopefully, we'll hit it. We're not sure, but yeah. uh, where, yeah, where do you gonna, think we're going to go tonight? We are going to um, go check out the Nordstrom local store, uh, going to check out Camp, going to uh, check out na- the new neighborhood goods in Chelsea Market, um, and the Starbucks pickup store for sure. You know, we're going to try to hit as many as we can, Chris. That's we'll right. see how we'll see how the New York City traffic, uh, what that allows for. But, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna do our best to bring you all of the the new store tours we can here right. uh, at Omni Talk. That's right, because we like to keep pace on what's changing uh, in New York, especially. So hopefully, Carter, if you're listening, you're gonna join us tonight, and uh, hopefully you're up for the challenge because we're gonna put you through the paces in New York City. Thanks for sticking around with us as always. Thanks to our sponsor, Listener. Uh, if you're in Minneapolis on Thursday night, we are doing an event um, at Third House. We'll be doing that from 4 to 5.30, a stand-up recap. Uh, Chris is going to break down and take questions and answers from the audience to hear all about what we saw here again at NRF and just do a deeper dive into this. And there will be cocktails courtesy of the Navio Group. That's right. Thank you to them. Thank you for their support. Uh, we are really excited about that event. Seems like we're going to have a good turnout for it as well. So definitely stop on by. And hey, if you're not in Minneapolis, you can't stop on by, become a member of Third House. We're going to videotape the content too, and you can see all our thoughts and feelings on NRF to an even greater degree. And it is a true stand-up where no question is off limits. Ooh, Whether I answer I the question, it. that's different, but you can ask anything you want, uh, and we'll see where that goes. So again, as always, thanks for sticking with us and be careful out there.